Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bois, King of the Hill podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, welcome to That Ain't Right Friday. It ain't right. Uh, we're starting a new thing here. This is, uh, we, we've come up with a name for it. It is Mason's first annual Bois Tournament of Cartoon Champions. So we're going to take uh, two, three, four episodes and we're going to compare shows. So Yeah, compare shows, of, compare like neighborhoods. Yeah. Think of this as a bracket like your March Madness or whatever, but this is a bracket for cartoon shows. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going to start off big here. We're going to compare King of the Hill to Family Guy. Yeah, now, and the way it was going to... Yeah, go, go for it. The way I was thinking of structure, we start with just main character, yeah. then supporting cast, Okay. just also uh, running gags, and just... These are these are the rules, folks. We have to go by them. Robert's uh, these are Mason's rules of order. Also, who uh, who not necessarily whether or not you laugh more, but just which has better story structure per episode. Sure, sure, okay. All right, so we'll start off with Family Guy versus um, King of the Hill. All right. So, um, Mason, you want to give us kind of the lowdown on those three or four things you just laid out? So let's go with the main character first. I don't know how do you guys compare Hank Hill to Peter Griffin. Like who do you generally like and not say who's a better human being or who's more who's more fun to watch? Sure. Like who's funnier? Like who do you enjoy? Well, I can tell you straight mm. up. I mean, it's Hank. Um, Hank for me is is always a better character. Peter Griffin's just an idiot. Uh yeah, he's a big yeah, fat yeah. idiot. And big, so fat, that's his dumb, that's dumb. his whole thing. Uh what about you? I'm not I don't know, I'm really not a not a big fan of Family Guy, really, honestly. I was uh, to begin with. Uh, well, to begin with, I was. Uh, the, my favorite anecdote about that show was me and my friend were watching it. We are probably like 12 or 13, 
and we're sitting at his grandparents' house, and his grandparents, uh, big nappers, you know, at lunchtime, being some old folks after church. For some reason, I thought you were saying big nappies, like <laughs> giant diapers. No, no, no. That's the first. I've no, been no, watching no. a lot of British comedy Oh, I got lately, you. Yeah, so yeah. That's, Nappy that's is a diaper. Yeah. yeah. So uh, during their nap time, we were watching King of the Hill on television, or re- some reruns of King of the Hill. Yeah. And uh, it was still on the TV when his grandpa came came up out of his nap and came to sit down on the on the chair in his chair, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there for like two or three minutes in his big nappy, and his face just starts to turn, and he's like, "What is this crap? Mm-hmm. He's not a family guy." He said, "What okay. kind of a family guy is he? This is this guy's not a family guy." Sure. And it just made me laugh every time I watch it. I'm like, "Yeah, Peter's just not a family." Well, guy, I is can he? see <laughs> I can see an old guy, you know, thinking that. I mean, because and it he's is. a deacon. He's an old deacon of a church. Sure. Reads sure. his Bible at lu- after yeah. lunch while he's sitting in his in his chair, yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Gets up from his nap, doing Bible, getting ready for his Bible study, Bible kind of things. thing. Yeah, doing Bible stuff. A lot of lot of sitting in the chair, a lot of Bible, a lot of writing down notes. Begatten. Yeah, begatten, begotten, <laughs> be shatten, be shotten. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, you know. So, but, uh, that's, yeah, I that's can, my anecdote for oh, it. Oh, what happened? Uh, I can it, Mason. You all right? Did you fall down? No, I was just moving my. Okay. Um, pulled a forward so, on us. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, when Mason's in the control room and we're in the we're in the little studio here, so we we often hear sounds and we don't know what they are, and I'm sure the same goes for him. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Because you hear this. That's me hitting my mic, and that sucks. That hurt my ears. Yeah, I'm sure it did. So for you, Mason, what do you think about the two characters? Uh, well, I mean, Hank's obviously the better written one. This was this was an easy subject. It's gonna get a little, sure. probably get a little harder, especially when we do other shows. Yeah, Family Guy's just the easiest one. Um, I, but I do think sometimes the things Peter says are a lot funnier than Hank's ever sure. said. Like I can, you can meme Peter a yeah. lot easier. Yeah. I mean, I still love Rock Lobster. That's still hilarious. To oh me. sure, you um, know the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rock, no, well, you know, um, Family Guy, they have a rock lobster. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't a rock. Mm. It was a rock lobster. lobster. <laughs> yeah. Um, B-52s. But in terms of character, I do, I do, it, it, this also goes into writing. I do like how Peter, when, how, well, he's not always called out, but Peter's often in the wrong. Yeah. And he's usually called out for it, usually when it's good for an episode. But I sure. only that does kind of annoy me, especially in later seasons, is how Hank's always in the right. Like no matter where, yeah. no matter what, he's always in the right. That's true. And I, I mean, sometimes I mean that's fine. I mean Hank's a good guy, but sometimes I was like him to be wrong and like like a human, yeah, and be wrong and called out on it. Yeah, that's you what know? you're saying. But that's the one thing that I like about uh, King of the Hill over Family Guy is the tales of morality at every at the end of every episode. Mm. Yeah, Family Guy just became a clip show. It just became like yeah. a TikTok feed or it's something like that. It's a lot like of that. flashbacks. It's yeah, a lot of that's, that's what it feels like to like me. That, yeah. Is that uh, Seth MacFarlane quickly understood that the audience that was coming up didn't have a very good attention span. Because yeah. m- my dad watching a show like that, he gets annoyed with it because sure. it's just. Ksh, ksh, ksh. I mean, the jokes are funny and my dad laughs, but he can he can't watch a hundred episodes of Family Guy. People our age, they can just run through. Like my sister could turn on Family Guy and watch it for the next three days straight and never be discontent. And you know, for our generation, I feel like that's that's what it became all about: these quick clips, quick funny, quick joke. Instead of having a show that's built out and structured it was more about cramming as many jokes as possible in 22 minutes that we could get in it minus even, commercial it's time even worse now well, it's gotten a little better now but it's even worse for a long time i would think family was, is a lot harder like the to first, write because of that it is also because they spend the first 10 minutes of the episodes on something unrelated and they actually don't get to the main plot yeah. of the episode till after yeah. the first commercial break do you all know the opening to family guy do you know what that refers to like her sitting there playing the piano and everything. Mary with children. No. No. It's uh, all in the family. 
left. So oh. it, it goes back to Archie Bunker, you know, because they sit there and play. I thought it was, I guess it's like a combination of the two then, because the song of it reminds me of like it does, something kind of for like mature. love yeah. and marriage. Yeah. I don't know. You know what's yeah. I don't know, maybe not. insane. Uh, what's that? It's probably easier for you guys, but when I watch older episodes, like from the first two seasons, yeah. And you like you know how a lot of the a lot of the show is them sitting in front of the TV and the sure. their writers make fun of a show or something. Right. Half the time they're shows, and I was like, I I know I like oh you they did one the they did one are? about the Brady Bunch or yeah. one about uh, yeah. the old uh the Osmond fa- not the Osmond I think the Osmond family yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, Seth MacFarlane is a, Seth MacFarlane is a kid from the seventies, so yeah. a lot of his references are all you know like late seventies, early eighties television, mid eighties, all the way yeah, through the eighties. So 80s a lot television. of those just go over my head. A lot of them go over my head too. Honestly, there's not a lot of uh, a lot of those television because uh I you know growing up in England. Oh, Seth is fifty years old. Yeah, Seth is fifty. So, huh. uh, so yeah, definitely the eighties and stuff like that. Nineteen seventy three, same year as my wife. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he, so he got all of that. Same year the San Antonio Spurs started too. Yeah, it was good the same year. year, good year. So he got all of that influence of the seventies and eighties TV. That's where a lot of his references and stuff come from. Is from that era of television, those era of sitcoms and stuff like that. And he's a big showtunes guy too. Yeah, and, and so that has to do plus. with his dad. Being from the era of oh, show sure. tunes and yeah. stuff like that, yeah, and, and passing on that love to Seth well, that's McFarlane. the stuff you hear in your house, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you grow up on, yeah. so that's what you make fun of. Yeah, I, I, um, I will say I do, and we'll go. We'll, this is not really going to have that much structure to it. I do think Family Guy <laughs> like has better tournament. overall. No yeah, Family Guy has, has better music than King of the Hill, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. They only have that. one musical esque episode, the Bluegrass one. Other than that, it's just. There's not really anything there. I do like when Family Guy does musicals. I don't know, man. Satan you know, um, uh, yeah. the um, the Bag of Weed song, um, that's great. There's that's probably, of- like, one of the top three ones. That's such a good – because it's such a whole, like it, – it, it lasts so long in that one episode, that song, that it is half of the episode, I think, like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is um, – now, what do you guys think of? I guess supporting cast is hard. I guess we can do this. Okay, let's start with friend groups. Yeah, and then we'll go to the kids and the wives and stuff. So you've got Giggity, whatever his name is, Quagmire, yeah, and which Cleveland like, and Joe, which is like a creepy boom power. And then you got Cleveland. So uh, one of whom, which is funny, because one of whom left to do a spinoff and then came back yeah. when the spinoff was canceled. Yeah, did they? Funny. Which he, which comes, the spinoff was canceled and it and then it returned. So it was yeah. King of the Hill. It was very so contented. When he comes back, topic. do they reference topic. it? Yeah, they reference it a okay. lot. Right. For a That's while, they did. Yeah, very it's meanly like, too. Well, it's just like um, you know the girl being replaced as the sister on Roseanne. And, yeah, well, that's a big uh, point of contention kind of for 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 us here at Bois is the uh, Cleveland show canceling our show and our show not getting a proper send off due to the Cleveland show. Well, I, I'm a little worried about the reboot because of replacing people also because there's a yeah. there's a lot of people there's you got to replace and you know the uh, one as time passes. You yeah, know, who knows? Another awkward thing is how like. Cause like Cleveland and and um I think his his wife's name is Donna they're still married yeah. and like still have, they still have those kids just the kids almost never talk yeah because they just don't want to pay the actors sure which is hilarious sure. they're there they just never say anything I'm sure the further they get into the show which how long has it been on now it's been on over twenty four hundred years years yeah yeah. Uh, the longer that shows on, I'm sure the more expensive it became, just like any other show. You know, look at The Simpsons and what those folks make at this point. Mm-hmm. So you do have to cut down on character voices, I would assume, because it's just going to cost I mean, you not money. really when Seth voices half the damn cast. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right about that. And Mila Kunis barely ever talks. Oh, really? Yeah, or Seth Green. Anymore? No, they're, they're there, but they, if anything, they only get like one line, yeah. if that. 
I'm if sure, they even say I'm sure they're paid by the word or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then, All right. Um, so, supporting cast, I'm going to give that to Their Hank. friend group, better yeah. friend group. Though, Dale, I mean, Dale, I mean, they're funnier, too. So, uh, let's go to who Wise. do you compare Dale to? Oh, Dale's comparable to. Mm. You can't, I guess. There is no real big conspiracy theorist. Dale reminds me of. I think he'd be more Joe. Joe. Right. Well, yeah. if you want to call him Joe, but Dale reminds me more of Cleveland's. Redneck neighbor in the Cleveland show sure, yeah. than he does of anything else. I if do I had to put him as a character, how each of us, each of uh, Hank's friends, do get their own sub, do get like their own episodes true. from time to time. It's true, yeah. and their families too, not just them. You know, because yeah. like the last episode was Nancy's. really Nancy's yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. all Nancy in all, and it, somebody who's not even in the family, yeah. John Redcorn. Uh-huh. All all in all, it boils down to intent. No Joseph though. Yeah, no Joseph <laughs> at all. There's no Joseph. Well, he might be Quagmire grown up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the intent, I guess, of the writing is is the difference in the shows. One show's yeah. intent is to make you laugh nonstop, yeah. and then the other show's intent is to make you look at your life in a comparison to a show and find those comparisons and find humor with inside of those real world connections. Whereas uh, King uh, Family Guy is extremely nonsensical, where one person gets their arm cut off in an episode and the next episode their arm's back kind of sure. thing whereas Hank or in King of the Hill they explore continuity they may not be 100% with their continuity as we've already sure. picked out a couple of things that aren't but they definitely stick with the majority of uh, of as much continuity as they can find and much as they can keep because they too have writer changes and differences in writers and they've went through strikes along the way of their I, uh, I, blame, too. I blame the skips in continuity on the network and that's probably what yeah. it is. Probably network stuff. It's especially when they're bad with shows, it's network's fault. Yeah, and especially and and it may, and the main things with the continuity that we find is not just necessarily continuity. It's nothing big. It's like the computer the show. thing and yeah. stuff like that. And know. that's not continuity in production. No, that's continuity in releasing yeah. schedules. That's why I say it. I'm and sure network it's a network issue. Yeah, because yeah. some of those episodes that have that we've that we looked back at the beginning of this one where the Hellenium and the computer was like three episodes later before you saw right. the computer again right. and stuff. Is because if you look at the production numbers of all of those, they're in. They fall out of order. Th- they fall out of order if you go with the chronological order of the show. But if you go with the chronological order of production, those little continuity issues, you don't see them as much because that's the way that the writers intended for it to flow yeah. and the animators intended it to flow. But I bet. of course, production uh, uh, with the Hellenium episode and with stuff like that, it all gets shuffled around by by network execs. I bet the person who ran the show Bible that drew, drew, uh, drove them insane. You know, because Which would probably be Mike. I imagine Mike probably did the show you Bible. You see these people with show Bibles, and they are so in tune with continuity that when something happens, it's it's a huge thing. Oh, know? yeah, it's a huge thing. But Working with uh, F and stuff on, on our animation podcast, he showed me some show Bibles and stuff like that, and oh, it's, it's insane. Well, he showed me one specifically on one of our episodes that we did uh, about the, the, the Jungle Book thing that he was doing. So yeah. Disney had approached him and said – we want to do a Ren and Stimpy esque ish kind of, uh, and, and not and not in the and not in the vein of like potty humor like Ren and Stimpy, yeah. but in the vein of irreverent comedy for children. Sure, because uh, that's what, of course, Ren and Stimpy started out as is irreverent comedy. But they were for children. doing it with what Baloo and who else? Uh, Baloo and Mowgli is who uh, they were going to okay. do it with. It was going to be the it. bear and Mowgli. Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, you can go check that episode out. Animation conversation uh, anywhere you get podcasts. YouTube, YouTube preferably. Uh, but yeah, so that that whole episode, he just kind of talks about uh, 
uh, how this show could have been kind of thing. Yeah. And that the whole show, it goes over the show Bible saying, well, we could have done this and could have done this. And uh, I just can't just, just imagine how many shows out there that are like that that never really get produced. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, okay, so Mason, you said next one is Wives? Yeah. Oh, Wives. So Lois, Lois Peggy. versus Peggy? Lois yeah. is the better wife. Um, Are you sure about that, Rusty? I think Lois is the better wife for sure because her husband puts her through infinitely more bull That's true. than Hank yeah. puts his wife through. If anything with Hank, it's his wife putting him in awkward and weird situations with her uh, overinflated ego or yep. whatever you want to call it. And with Lois, it's a give and take. There's more give and take in their relationship, I feel like. Well, that last episode of ours, Peggy's. you know, he could have read anything for the filibuster, but she's got two years worth of mu- musings in her purse, So he read her know? musings. So he has to read the musings and yeah. be embarrassed by it. I feel like as a husband, he is way more supportive of Peggy than Peggy is of him. Oh. Whereas in Lois yes. and Peter's relationship, I feel like they're, they, they have more, I hate to say it like this, but I think they have more equity and equality in their relationship than uh, Hank and Peggy do. Well, it varies by episode. Yeah, yeah it does vary by episode. But when you see, but as uh, an average, you know, even even when you see Hank ultimately get hit on by somebody, he just doesn't know what to do because no, he's don't. so into that relationship that he's just he like, okay, even that think part's about over. the possibility. Yeah. He doesn't even think about the possibility of being yeah. being sought by somebody. No, no, no. Uh, so yeah, I think I think Lois is better. I mean, to be fair, Peggy never slept with Bill Clinton. That's true. That's true. Um. But I think I think Lois ultimately is the better sane one for the most part. But uh, Peggy is stronger. I think she's a stronger character. She's a mm-hmm. much better character. Because Lois does seem like she gets put on the back burner a lot. She does. She doesn't. Uh, and, and that's what I like about King of the Hill is uh, generally these main characters, they have equity screen time. They yeah. all have an, they all have an equitable time on screen. Sure. They all have uh, an equitable purpose. And uh, that's what I kind of like it. You, you get invested in them is because they create equity in the characters. And I feel like that King of the Hill does that better than a lot of these irreverent comedy shows, whereas, you know, like The Simpsons and uh, – Family Guy, Cleveland yep. Show, American Dad. I feel like they spend a lot of time, you know, way far off into the 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 irreverent comedy stuff, and a lot of the story stuff kind of gets pushed to the wayside because they're too busy, like I said, with jokes. And there's nothing wrong with that, and a lot of people enjoy that. Otherwise, they still wouldn't be on TV after 30-plus years of King of the Hill and 20-plus years of Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. think you're – you're building a ship that's going to fall apart at some point when it's all jokes. Yeah. You know, and I think it's what we've seen in family guy that, uh, over the years, it's really kind of fallen apart. It has. And nowadays with TV ratings, I imagine the TV ratings don't really support the, the shows anymore, but the fact that they're just revenue machines that they just continue to generate money that Nielsen just now is starting to come around to electronically collect. Yeah. They're going to have to get, they're going to have to be some kind of metric measurement for this stuff. Otherwise, how are we going to, how are networks going to gauge whether this is going to be something that they keep on TV? And I I don't think, I think they're harder on shows nowadays than they ever have been because you'll have something on Netflix that'll just be a phenomenal first season of something with a great, critical critical uh uh, critics were you know rave about it and stuff like that but the fact that not enough people watched it yeah and i think that a lot of good shows are getting killed like that just based off of uh simple ratings and stuff whereas uh 
the appreciation of a cult <laughs> following is lost. It's also about um, if you you can't just start it, they care more about if you start it and actually finish the whole season. Yeah, because yeah. they they care more about if you binge the whole thing within mm-hmm. two days or because mm-hmm. you can't with them for some reason you can't just start it, wait a week or wait wait like three months and then you finish it. Yeah. You have to do it within like that opening weekend or otherwise I just well, realized you know, I, that's why that's why like Disney and people like that drop them one at a time because if it really gets critical panning then they can cancel it just like a regular network yeah you know whereas Netflix they pay for the whole thing well once. they have you know I'll give Netflix their well, flowers I wouldn't necessarily on certain say it's things. just uh, panning I think it's more because this got off topic but I think Very it's good. more just to keep word of mouth going yeah, yeah. yeah. and and they did and do some like good last stranger things I mean, as much as I like Stranger Things, no one's people stopped caring after like two weeks. Sure. Yeah, and they did do some good in the world too, and even Hulu. They brought back shows that otherwise would have died. Trailer Park Boys, Letterkenny. You know, both of those yeah. are really good franchises that just didn't have the networks that thought they were going to do good. And you know what? Who benefited from that? The streaming services. Letterkenny did amazing on Hulu. They brought it back. They did so much stuff for it. They did so many uh, mini stuff and animations. I have such a hard time with Canadian comedy. That is the only two shows out of any Canadian comedy that I've been able to watch. And it's because it's relatable to Texas. The the whole trailer park thing is relatable to Texas. And then the whole, like country redneck thing the letter kenny thing the terminology and the language i had to learn the tarps off boys let's smoke a dart you had to learn all that stuff but once you have the lingo for that it's just as funny to me as watching king of the hill and seeing all these texas texas things i'm gonna say something that might um isolate us but um i always think of canadian uh television shows as like american light like it's it's almost an American show. Yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. be American so badly, and and I think that's what I, I I like about those two shows is there is a uh, there is a lot of juxtaposition in American culture and the Canadian culture in those shows. Oh, sure. Uh, like, but when you think the about poor s- guy eating a stick of pepperoni and a bag of chips, <laughs> you know that's like eating a slim jim and a bag of chips in the trailer park kind of thing, or smoking a joint in the trailer park. You know, hash coins is currency. You know, now, <laughs> it's just, just, just real good writing. I, I think. will tell you that um, SCTV is one of my all-time favorite shows. And that's and a great one. Yeah, SCTV was all Canadian. I mean, it was it all came out of Canada. Yeah, I've been but uh, when going you've back got and Martin watching Short some of that. and people like that. I mean, you. you it's hard to fail. Yeah, it's really, really hard to fail. Not that there is there is some funny stuff in it, and it's just like with British TV too. British TV feels the same. Like when I go over, when I've sure. been over to England and watched their TV and sat down my end, I'm like, this is like Law and S. This is like Law and Order SVU, but with British accents and yeah. like bad bad camera work and bad lighting and stuff. Like I don't know if the production values are different or whatever in like some of these TV programs, and I imagine some of the budgets are probably different, but. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as it just like you said. It seems like TV light. <laughs> it does seem TV light. Right now, I'm watching a show called Back, B A C K, yeah, and it stars one. David Mitchell, who was okay. in the Peep Show. Yeah, and yeah, some yeah. Other I stuff. About, yeah. It's 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 very dry. It's very yeah. very English. But I, I actually I really hold a prescription. That, so. uh, uh, I hold a subscription to uh, BritBox. That's completely different than holding a prescription. Yeah, I meant to say subscription. <laughs> I subscribe to uh, BritBox, and I only yeah. subscribe to it for all of the yeah, uh, sure. Black yeah. Adder. Yeah, I yeah, watched yeah, yeah. all of Black Adder yeah. on there. If you ever never watched Black Adder, that is it's the very funny. the start of Rowan Atkinson and Hugh Laurie. I think 
Rowan Atkinson is funnier than that than he is in Mr. Bean. Yeah, which a lot of people would never associate. Uh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie yeah. with, with Rowan Atkinson, but yeah. he was in, he did some Blackadder stuff. But another really good one is, uh, uh, oh, what was it called? It was Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie's show. I can't remember oh, what the name of that is. That was another like, but that's uh, another sketch comedy funny, show, right? Funny shit. Yeah, it's super funny. Uh, a lot of that humor, which a lot of people don't know how much of, of that old British humor could be credited to. Like a lot of comedians will credit a lot of that stuff to, especially in the in the world of irreverent comedy. Sure. A lot of that stuff goes to a lot of those early British guys like the the Monty Pythons yeah. and all the skits and stuff. The, well, skit, this, the sketch comedy coming out of England. This show back, gold. like I said, has David Mitchell, but it's also got Robert Webb, who was the other guy in Peep Show. If you've never watched Peep Show, Peep it's, a really good good too. it's a really good sketch uh, show. The IT crowd is a, a, IT a good great. one, too. That's, yeah. not a, that's not a sketch show, but that one's pretty funny. Well, that's the meme you get of the guy just jumping out the window when he's tired of the meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, any of that stuff really is good. But keeping up with appearances, Faulty Towers. Faulty if y'all Towers. just like comedy Do you know they're rebooting general, Faulty Towers? I did not know that. <laughs> I, 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 that right there will be a stretch well, to be able to be funny it's again. John Cleese. Just, it's John Cleese rebooting it. Oh, so he's coming back. I don't know if he's coming back as, as Basil. Faulty as Basil. But, but uh, with him behind it, I'm more apt to watch it. I'm more apt to watch it with him behind it, too. And if he reprises his role as Basil, that would be just... I think it would be great. I don't, know great. If the, I don't know if the little guy still is alive or not. Oh, the little Spanish guy? Yeah. And that's the funny thing, too. And that's what, like, as a as a <laughs> little kid you couldn't do growing up, today, you couldn't though. do half of that no. at all. But as a little kid growing up in Texas, re-watching all these shows with my mom, because my mom would watch a lot of uh, uh, PBS, because yeah. a lot of the British shows were on PBS, and... Uh, I remember watching it and it was so relatable because I lived in Texas and it, you have Spanish mm-hmm. speakers in Texas, sure. but, but it, but it was a sp- literal Spanish guy from Spain and it, oh, it was just so good. It was, it was a really, really good show. He's just so funny. Um, Mason, you ever watch Faulty Towers? No. Uh, okay. you really should. You should I, try. Uh, remind me and I'll give you my login to BritBox. Since you like, uh, since you like these kind of cartoons, I think you would like that. It's just oh, you would real, love it. it's, it's real life cartoon is all. Of I it. think you really. would love it. It's like Pink yeah. Panther. It's, Very just, funny it's hilarious. All right. So we got off track here, Mason. Where are we? We, we just did wives and then we ended up with BritBox. Um, well, we kind of covered it, you know, story structure and episode structure and. Okay. So this is final vote. Uh, I mean, we, we, it's, it was pretty gonna, it was kind of clear from when we started sure. king of the hill well it is Overtake. a king of the hill king podcast the hill. but i i can think well, actually we can talk about one thing um yeah. even though it it's it's a weird um because king of the hills of the big of all the more famous animated mm-hmm. comedies i mean america dad only has two kids but all the others have typically have three kids yeah no, so, that's true um even but king of the, hills is the only one i can think of where it's just it's just bobby Okay, so, so th- like in terms of like characters, do you can comp- like, can you really compare? You can't really compare Kababa to anybody. Chris no. and Meg and Stewie are very different from him. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, that is where the shows differ quite a bit uh, in those kid characters or the family characters and things. Because Hank's family is so large, you know, when you start including Luann and then later Lucky and all those people that are in his life. Yeah, um, he's got he's got a big and I, I honestly I include his neighbors, which I don't in Family Guy. Family Guy is just these guys you get together with at the bar. Hank is with these other three guys all the time. I mean, constantly. So much he thought about taking them to a romantic restaurant. That's what it's yeah, exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, last episode he was going to take them to the to the uh, spaghetti restaurant. 
Um, so I think it, it's clear that my vote is for Family Guy. What about you, Russell? I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say King of the Hill. I have to vote. I mean, for I'm that. sorry. I meant I mean you meant King of the Hill I meant as well. King of the Hill, and I said so we're Guy, we're yeah. we're we're three and zero unanimous. I'm sure anyone. King of the Hill, right? Right, Mason. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, Family Guy yeah. has a lot of its good parts, and again, this is just all subjective. You so I mean, King of the Hill is more serious. Yeah. Okay, Family Guy can be more fun to watch. Sure. Um, but also it can also not be like it's a lot. Sometimes it's a lot bloodier, a lot more violent. I feel like if you sit down and watch family guy, also a lot meaner. Yeah. I feel like if you sit down and watch family guy, you could watch 10 minutes of it and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. With King of the Hill, you, you kind of have to know the continuity of the story, that sort of thing. You have to know the characters a lot more. The beginning of the episode affects the end of the episode. Yeah. To watch Peter Griffin fight a big chicken. You don't really need to know. I mean, that's always funny. Yeah. But you don't need to know anything. Yeah. You know, going in. So, yeah, we all voted for, for King of the Hill. Surprise, surprise. Um, next week, I would like to do Bob's Burgers. Please tell me you've watched enough of that restaurant. I, I have watched enough of Bob Burgers. Because that's like the closest comparison yep. to these two. Yep. Both yeah, are Bob's really Burgers good. good, and the reason why I like Bob's Burgers so much, I'm not going to try to go too far into this yeah, one, is Squiggle Vision. That's why I like Bob's Burgers. And if you know anything about what Squiggle Vision was, you'll know why I like Bob's Burgers. All right, so we'll get into that next week. Um, and the reason I bring that one up is I have thought seriously about doing a Bob's Burgers podcast, uh, kind of in the style that we do, King of the Hill. Well, call me. Uh, maybe a little differently because I don't know yeah. that we want to print out scripts every week. but um, They're there. I've seen them. Yeah, I've, I've seen them too. Uh, well, that's, you guys, that's one you have to eat food with. You can't not eat food and watch that true. I think with that a lot one, of chewing. I think that one we, we might actually have to have – a cooking element to that where we make a sandwich each oh, that'd episode. Be cool. That'd be cool. We try to, because there's Bob Burger recipe books. Oh, really? So I feel like we if should, we did something like YouTubers that, we would have, have to make the sandwich with each episode. Say it again, Mason. A lot of YouTubers uh, go and make recipes from the show and you, and you realize, well, damn, Bob actually puts a lot of work into this. I yeah, love really the does. names of the burgers that are up on the chalkboard that never really get referenced. Just yeah, yeah, every yeah. once just, in a while. Just every once in a while you see it up there, yeah. If looks could kale. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I'm going to ask our audience, if you are listening and uh, you're listening to this, uh, would you partake in a Bob's Burgers yeah, would you uh, podcast. It'd probably be once a week. Else. I don't think we'd do that one twice a week. But well, or if you want to just tell us what you and which show of King and of the Hill or Family Guy. might lead into uh, doing other anime yeah, shows. There's, there's the guys in Australia that do the King of the Hill podcast. Yeah. They started off doing The Simpsons, and then they, they're adding different shows to their little network of shows that they have sure. as they go along. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that might be fun. Uh, like Bob's, Bob's Burgers seems like it would be a good one there's to start with. What, 12, ep- 12 seasons? That uh, almost? 12, 15, something yeah. like that. Yeah, Honestly, that one could be a multi-parter because they are so similar. Yeah, they really yeah, are. for sure. Really are. All right, so we'll do that comparison next week. Uh, again, if you're listening, give us a vote. Uh, like Mason said, you know, if it's not that one, tell us which other ones you want us to uh, compare to. Or just tell us which show you like more. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, we should probably put out a poll of some kind somewhere. So look for that on our social media. Yeah, we'll put yeah, out look a poll. for a poll. We'll put a poll yeah. out on that. And we'll ask you for uh, for which show you want us to do next. Yeah, week. For, for input and stuff like that. All right, that's it. Uh, the first annual Tournament of Cartoon Champions episode one is done. Uh, and we'll move on to the second one next Friday.
We no, not we Matanya. Uh, you can find us at bwaakoth.com or you could go to roguemedianetwork.com slash bwaakoth. And if you would like to support us, you could go to patreon.com slash bwaakoth. And it's only three dollars uh, a month, like three dollar option to, yeah, to help easy. support us. We easy appreciate stuff. you. All right, Mason, what do we say at the end of these shows? I forget. You do not. Come on. I don't want to do it. Okay. We Matanya. We Matanya. Indeed. And for Mason. We Matanya. We Matanya. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.